Hello and welcome to Rocket Accelerated Geek Conversation. Tonight's episode is sponsored by Braintree and Smile. I'm Simone de Rochefort and I'm joined tonight. <laughs> Sorry, I can't keep that voice up. <laughs> and I'm joined tonight by Christina Warren, Senior Tech Correspondent at Mashable.com, and Brianna Wu, Head of Development at Giant Space Cat. How are you doing? I'm I'm happy to be back again, starting the show. Yes, it's been <laughs> so long again. since we talked and recorded something with the three of us together. Oh. It has been. It has been. Well, actually, yeah. So, so this is for the audience at home who under- doesn't understand why we're giggling. This is take two mm-hmm. tonight. But we're all recording now, right, guys? We won't say I, who I'm looking forgot at to it's record. recording. I promise. You can okay. trust me. <laughs> so insistent. I'm a professional. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. We're all very professional, and we're here tonight to talk about professional things, such as Apple rumors. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. We should have, like, an Apple rumors corner. We just, should. We should also have a song for yeah, Apple rumors. I was just thinking that, like, a little jingle Apple that plays. rumors. Apple rumors for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something on like that. Rocket. I just want to put that on a soundboard, like my Mix 32 app, and just push the button every single week when, when it happens. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> do, 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 do. Boom. Brianna, we don't need you to be the Georgia Dow of this podcast. All right. All right. I actually have like a program that will do it in line and not hold my my iPhone up to the microphone. Like it's, uh, yeah, that's not the best. That's how she rolls. We've talked to her about it. You know, no one can tame that woman. She does what she wants. you can't. And destroys everyone who stands in her way. So she's great. Very true. We love Georgia. Georgia's the best. Maybe, maybe we should like have a survivor competition and replace one of us with Georgia. I think we'd all lose. At least I know yeah. I would. Just, we'd all so, be replaced with Georgia. It would oh, just man. be. It would just be the Georgia Dow show. And uh, I mean, I'd be great with that. I would subscribe. Yeah, but, fair enough. Fair enough. But, but I'd also be very sad that I wouldn't get to talk to you guys. So we could start our own show, a break off podcast. What would we call it? it? Would what would we call the show with the three of us? We'd have to call it Rocket again. Rocket. Do- Rocket two point name. I like that. <laughs> Oh my god! So we, we should well, do this. We, we've Let's already really, decided let, that we're going to give we're going to give Georgia our show and then create our own show again as a spinoff. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's seriously talk about this because I think it's a great idea. What else is a great idea is these photos that have surfaced via the Weibo network in China and at nowhere else. Fr. I almost said fr because I'm French as. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Um, you just cursed. Yeah, I know. I, I'm gonna write it down. I'm gonna write, write down the timestamp. I think I'm allowed to curse if it I wasn't write Christina. down the stamp. Oh my god, you guys! This is the first time it wasn't me. <laughs> I swore last week. I I have it on record that I swore. Okay. I, I think I, I called myself a bad name. Um, are, are there not churches in New York? Simone, there like, are, I just, but they're full of I, Pokemon, I just, and I think that that is not, the the mood that I want to set for myself is penance. I have to I, repent. I just feel that if you let Jesus into your heart, Rocket would go smoother. Every I'd like to yeah, let I mean, anything but a Zubat into my heart at this point. <laughs> okay, totally. Okay. Here's the thing: I feel bad because, like, I even though like I had nothing to do with Simone coming here because I live in New York, I feel like sort of responsible for Simone in New York. And since Simone's been in New York, like. She's changed and she's become, as you said, Brianna, like Jesus yeah. is no longer in her heart. And yeah, that's true. Really I, I used to carry him with me very close. Is anyone Jesus keeping track of how many rats I've seen? <laughs> what? So, I don't know. 
How many rattatas have have you been seeing? Uh, very few rattatas. More more rats. I wish I you know if I saw a rattata for every time I saw a subway rat, I would. Oh, I be do. A way higher level by now. You got, you, got, you 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 have to come to Union Square because Union Square literally is littered with rattatas. Is it? Oh hmm. my god! It is so littered with rattatas. Yeah. Honestly, I'll take anything. Uh, we are l- drowning in Zubats. We, I know we, when we, we recorded the, the, lost, the lost minutes of Rocket that we just recorded were all us talking about Pokemon Go, and I did not mean to start that up again because <laughs> I know Brianna's <laughs> yeah, suffering. No, it's just my husband will not stop talking about anything else. It will be two in the morning. Y'all hear that stupid, like, the catching sounds in God, bed yeah. next to me. Okay, he I'm needs like, to Frank. silence his phone. Does he know how to do that? He does, obviously, no, he knows how to do no, that. No, no, it's, he doesn't, actually. Don't overestimate um, him, Christina. He doesn't want to silence it. He's excited about it. Can we talk about the fact that the, the Pokemon company is not taking this opportunity with Niantic and Nintendo to use the Pokemon animated series music in the game, and that that right? is a huge missed opportunity because right? I so want to hear, like, the cues from the animated series, and it really bothers me that I don't, like... I want to yeah. hear the poker rap when I take over I the gym. I want to hear the poker rap. Or I want to hear, I just want to, gonna catch them all. Like, I just want to hear, like. If it played that friend. every time I open the app. I, I re- Did you guys see the uh, the art that someone did of alternate loading screens? Uh, you know, yeah. yeah. They have the loading screens so of Gyarados. Good. It's like, watch where you're going. And someone did alternate art of, you know, don't litter at Pokestops with a Grimer and don't, I, I don't remember the other ones. The littering one was so good, but it, I really wish that they had alternate loading screen art because I'm so tired of watching that bar creep and crawl for uh, hours up the screen with that Gyarados staring me down. I look where I'm going. I'm not that fool that hits people when they're bicycling and catching pokemon at the same time i don't even have a bicycle here's the thing i don't bicycle and hit them but i'm not gonna lie i totally am looking down at my phone while i'm walking and i'm not looking where i'm going you know what i mean like yeah yeah so many people are gonna get hit by cabs in in new york city because of this game zone that's fair and I'm probably going to be one of them. And I will happens, be too. I'll be with you in the hospital. It's fine. You'll be with me in the hospital. And, and, and it'll be one of those cases where I'll be like, yep, it was my fault. And be like, what the hell did you do? It's like, well, there was a Zubat. <laughs> okay, I would not walk no, into traffic you don't need for a Zubat. I'm sorry. For Zubat. No. For, 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 no. For pidge, for, it's going to be something maybe. cooler than that. I, 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 it almost happened to me with the Clefairy, actually, which I regret. I, I, would say, I would say for a Pidgey, maybe. And the only reason I would say for a Pidgey is because they're so good at leveling up that I might yeah, be like, Yeah, I would do it for a Pidgey, I mean? actually. For a Pidgey, I would be like, Yeah, you know what? It was worth it. It was worth it. You know, I, I won't walk into traffic on purpose or accidentally, but I will do it on purpose out of solidarity for you after you get hit by a cab. I'll, I'll just. I'll go. And and we'll, we'll, we'll both go to Cedars together, and it'll be fine. It'll be sure. great. Sure. Yeah, I haven't been to the hospital, the hospital in New York yet. Yeah, it'll Thank be you. great. We oh, can we record that. Rocket at the hospital. We'll, we can. We'll do it'll it. be we'll good. We'll set it up. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the whole game is, like, so much justice for me, because I can't tell you how many times I've been singing there with Frank, and, like, I'll be trying to explain, like, Record Keeper, Final Fantasy Record Keeper <laughs> to him, and I'll be like... <laughs> Frank, I got a super soul break for my Tifa, and it has this uh, like limit break. And you'll and, and he's you, like, I don't his care. eyes roll back in his head, like I don't care. And now, and he's talking to me like, oh, and that form evolves into <laughs> blah blah blah. And I'm like, you are such a nerd. 
You're, you're like, such, welcome to the year 1995, a, right. Frank. Yes. So, 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 so Raymond Wong, my, my, my coworker and seatmate, the guy who sits next to me and I, we have been trying for, for three days now to uh, print a 3D Pokedex iPhone case. <gasps> And uh, because somebody created a model and put it on the internet and we have a 3D printer in the office. Here's the thing. 3D printers are the worst. Yep. They're terrible and they're a pain yep. in the ass. And yep. I, I don't know if that has to be bleeped or not, but, but they are a complete pain and they're terrible. And we have failed at every attempt. And we finally realized – we finally – it got far enough printing on, on one of the models. And then we realized we'd scaled it to the point where it was too small for the iPhone. No. And then it failed anyway. It, but but so we finally got it so that it looks like it's the right size, but it was too big for the platform on the printer. It's hmm. the whole thing. It, it, it's been a disastrous process. All I know is that we've spent literally three days of our of our work lives trying to print a three D Pokedex, and we're not any closer than hmm. when we started. But it's a great concept, and it just makes me. This just shows how obsessed I am at work, and 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 Ray is at work with Pokemon. Like it has reinvigorated our childhoods, and we're like. Yeah, we should be working instead. Which we're trying file to, format are you working from? Well, it's it's it's. I guess it was originally a SketchUp file, and then I converted it ah, to something else. Mm-hmm. I had to, so I could work with a MakerBot. That was a whole other thing. Thing. I mean, so the first problem was converting the file. Then it was getting the file read by the printer, which the printer only reads things in Fat sixteen. Hmm. <sighs> okay, so then having to use a, a computer to connect to it at all times so it could print, which meant not like our work computers so it had to be a windows machine it was it was the process right. was what and, and and then and then the filament kept getting tangled over and over and over again and then we changed the filament and then it worked okay and then the file just crashed in the middle like 88 percent through but then at that point it was too small then we finally got it the right size but it's too big for the platform so we're gonna have to split it into two smaller files i don't know it's it's a pain it's terrible and it just reminds me why 3d printers will never ever 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 be a thing Oh, it's Ever. so true. Like every single time I mess with one, um, it's exa- like if I didn't, if I weren't like a 3D expert with Maya and happened to have like a $4,500 program on my machine, I'm extremely proficient at. There's no way you could figure this out just because like 3D oh, totally. stuff is a, it's, it's terrible. Well, not so even it's that, just but it's as just bad as a 2D printer. It's worse than a 2D printer oh, because a 2D printer worse. because a 2D yeah. printer a 2D printer doesn't take four hours to print and then die halfway through oh, right. and then don't right. not let you resume it. I mean that it, it's just it's terrible and it's one of those things like we were promised for years like like MakerBot to the world and other companies they're like oh they're going to be for the masses everyone will have one in their home no one is ever going to have this in their house nope. and and s- send emails to Christina at Mashable to tell me that I'm wrong but I'm right um, I get it you like your 3D printer good for you I'm glad that you can nerd out with it me I'm a technical person raise a technical person when we can't deal with that stuff and when like we don't have the time to troubleshoot like people were trying to troubleshoot with me on twitter i so appreciate it it's genuinely i so appreciate it i don't have time like honestly and the thing is is that regular people like my mom like the 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 plebes that you're saying will will have a 3d printer in their house they certainly don't have time if this is kind of like my job and i'm like this is too much for me I can't even imagine regular people. So it's you know what you worst. should do if you love your 3D printer and you totally want to prove Christina wrong? Print off that Pokedex and send it to her. Like yes, with a nice little amazing. note that says, for you, Christina, print off I too. I will give what you all the well. shout outs. Just I, like, I will give you shout outs. We'll, we'll pay you, honestly. If you do that, like, <laughs> I would totally pay you. I, yeah, the Microsoft store here in Burlington, like it has it has a 3D printer there. I'm going to roll in and say, look, I need this. I got print Christina Warren a Pokedex. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make that, that make happen for you, Christina. <laughs> I'm looking this up life. on Etsy right now because I'm sure someone 
Someone must. Well the, well, the guy who created the, the the models, he's now looking at trying to sell them himself. But cool. but who knows? He doesn't have the the store set up yet. But mm. but if somebody wants to to find the three D Pokedex model and and three D print it for me, I will pay you um like good money. So at film underscore girl Christina Admashable, just just hit me up. Oh. Yeah, the problem is the the material that three D prints with. Like it's just yeah. it it's not sturdy enough for commercial applications. No, it's really like not. it will look fine for it a looks while, great, but yeah, and it's you just know very it's going to chip off and and yeah, it's going to very degrade. basic PCB. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm. So the material that the iPhone is made out of is a lot sturdier than that. And nice segue. Now we're gonna talk about that material and that that mm-hmm. that foam, the form that it is in. So. <laughs> I I believe it was in this recording that I did introduce the topic before we got distracted by Pokemon you, you, Go. You did, you <laughs> did, you just did. mind, y'all at home. <laughs> <laughs> Some new pictures have emerged of what appear to be three models of the iPhone 7, and they've been, the, the name that they've been labeled in the photo with like a little sticky note below, uh, iPhone 7, iPhone 7 Plus, and iPhone 7 Pro. Right. Uh, it's kind of unclear the validity of these. Of course, they come from the place that rumors and uh, yeah, rumors yeah, and trying yeah. to come from Weibo. I mean, you can't trust this. I mean, like the casings look legit, but and, and they match what, what other rumors have said. And and certainly, I'm sure that at this point, Apple is at least testing. You know, is, is at least making you know um, test cases. You know, they probably full production probably won't start for uh, another couple of weeks, but. Um, yeah, but it's hard to say that this is realistic. Um, what's interesting about this and, and the big the big news about this was that it looks like there could be three iPhone models. Uh, I don't believe this, but but this is this is the theory. So the theory yeah, is I want to hear your, your I- justification. But sorry, go on. Okay, so the the, the rumor is that there would be three models. So you'd have the iPhone seven, which would be four point uh, you know seven inches, the the, the same as the iPhone six uh, S and, and the iPhone six. You'd have the iPhone seven plus, which would be five point five inches, which would be the same as the iPhone six plus or the iPhone six S plus. And then you would have the iPhone seven Pro, which would also be five and a half inches, but be have some extra features. So the idea is that Apple would not be releasing two phones in the fall, but three. So you would have one, which is the standard, you know, 4.7 inch size, and then two in the five and a half inch size. And one of those would have the the Pro model would have the keyboard connector, which is obviously on both the 9.7 inch iPad Pro and the 12.9 inch iPad Pro. And you would have it would have uh, the new dual camera system, which is supposed to be the big iPhone, uh, larger iPhone feature. So it would have, have two cameras, rear cameras that would allow, obviously, for, for wider photos and maybe better macro mode and, and, and other stuff. Um, I don't believe that they will release three phones. I don't all. either. Uh, no. I, think that, I think that what this indicates is that probably, it, it, presuming that these these you know casings are are legitimate, and, and that is impossible for us to ascertain. They, they literally showed up on China Twitter. So it, it could be legit. It could be not. I mean, we've certainly seen in the past where the casings have shown up early. Last year, we actually saw the rose gold stuff, and everybody was like, oh, no, they're not going to have a pink phone. And then they had a pink phone. Um, but uh, I think that, that it shows that they were probably working on different models um it, it, assuming these are are, are, are early and and mm-hmm. then and changed and decided yeah we're just gonna do you know this is how the the, the larger phone will will look so it could um, potentially be like oh we're testing what it would be like what this uh iphone 7 plus would be like with two cameras versus what right. it would be like the same phone would be like with exactly. just one 
Precisely. Yeah. And, and, and so, so my, my, my thought is that they will still just have two phones. Um, if they are going to, you know, I, I do feel like there's a good possibility that the iPhone 7 Plus could be rebranded the iPhone 7 Pro, especially if it has yeah. the, 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 the smart connector. Because I feel like that the smart connector is kind of what, what signifies you know, something that's being pro compatible, I guess that in the Apple Pencil support, I don't expect it to support Apple Pencil, but, 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 you know, but if it had, you know, the, the, the smart connector, um, I could see them rebranding it as the pro, um, yeah. but, but mm. I don't see in any way, shape or form that them having, you know, two five and a half inch models, because to me, that would just, you already have a product line, which, which people like me are already annoyed that there are certain features you get if you buy the larger phone that you don't get if you mm-hmm. get the smaller one. Like, I don't like that I don't get optical image stabilization on the smaller phone, but I like a smaller form factor. There are rumors that, you know, the dual lens system will only be on the bigger camera, which means I don't want a bigger phone, but I'm probably going to have to buy the bigger phone. There's also a rumor that the only phone that will have the 256 gigabytes of, of, of space will be the larger phone. So, and Oof. again, like if Apple does that, they're going to make me buy the damn bigger phone. And mm-hmm. I don't want a bigger phone, but I will because I need the best phone because I'm that person. You are. Um, so, and we, I, I, I think I, that mentioned... really speaks – oh, I, I think that really speaks to the problem there, Christina. That right. There are a lot of people that really strongly prefer, like, you know, the, the normal six form factor. Totally. And if, if you're bifurcating that, like, it's, it's just going to leave a lot of people feeling angry mm-hmm. and cheated. Yep. Yeah, and we already talked about like the adoption rate slowing down because people already have totally what they you know need in a well, phone that is a nice enough phone. So if they're releasing three fancy new right. phones instead of just the normal two, two. that it, it just creates an even bigger gap. To me, to me, to me, the reason three makes no sense, especially if like the differences between like the the, the plus and the pro. Why would anybody buy the plus? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a hundred dollar difference, but 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 if you spend a hundred dollars more, you get more space, you get the smart connector, you get the better camera system. It's like you're already spending the hundred dollar premium for the bigger size anyway. I I don't see that making any sense at all. Now, what I want to I, I guess uh, there was also a video that surfaced that seems to show that as has been rumored for a long time, there will be no headphone jack. Now, yeah, this is this is a thing I think that this is gonna be a problem for them to sell because on the one hand, I think that you could make the argument if you have the better lensing system, if you have more memory, if it's faster, whatever, you could have certain people who would be like, even though I'm getting rid of the headphone jack, because that's going to be a pain for so many users, uh, myself included, I will still buy the phone. But when the form factor looks the same, you're getting rid of the headphone jack. What do you guys think they're going to need to bring to the table for people to be like, I still want this phone? Straight out, Christina, I don't know. I I th- I really fear that this is going to be a very very bad year for Apple because the consumer backlash against dropping a headphone jack is going to be huge. Um, I I don't think normal people really care that much about the camera. I mean, my iPhone six, uh, you know, S plus takes amazing pictures. It does. They, That's they not always have the best camera. Totally, it, it, it's really solid. Um, you know, you're talking about the the smart connector. Um, like for my iPhone six plus, I can't imagine how a tiny keyboard could possibly be faster than typing with my thumbs. It I, I can't it think be. of any use for that under any circumstance. I, I, I I'm just yeah. Where I see the smart connector coming into place would be if they were doing something like wireless charging so you had a case yeah. like, like, like 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 think think like you know you know they currently have you know the apple battery case right 
What if they had something like that that would connect magnetically, would add more space, but still be lightweight and add wireless charging? I could see that as being an interesting accessory. But then my question, but then my question goes, why are you only bringing that to the big phone and not to the small one too? Now, who knows? Maybe they they are bringing it to the small one. Maybe we just don't know about it. But 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 it doesn't seem likely. I could also see the way the smart connector works. I could see for the professionals, especially people in the video community who have adopted, you know, iPhone 6S Pluses because of its 4K video support, because of its form factor, its OIS, it actually is a pretty good camera. Um, Simone, I think you can probably attest to that too. It takes really good video. And I've seen people work in the field and use it on a semi-professional basis. I could see if you had a connector that could then you know, attach, you know, other monitors or, or audio equipment or other stuff to it. You know, I could see that being useful um, for 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 that class of user. That that accessory having legs is that a mainstream thing? Why anybody would get the bigger phone? No, but I think it would be something for you know. They know that there are a lot of photographers and, and filmmakers who are using these devices to say, well, we're going to give you more room to grow with those things. I could see that happening, but I'm totally with you, Bree. If it's if it's just about a keyboard, who cares? Yeah, that'd you be know? a cooler thing to add to the single larger model of the iPhone 7, but not a, its own separate thing. No, that, I mean, which yeah. is, I, I don't believe for a second they'll do two larger models yeah. at all. No, I feel like no. there's there's no way, but, but, but I guess but, but moving away from that, I mean, like, what do you think, though, that the big feature they can have, like, let's just assume they just have one larger well, model, one smaller model, what can they re- what what features can they add that will make up for the fact that they're getting rid of the, the the headphone jack? While we're ruminating on that, what if I tell everyone that this episode of Rocket is brought to you by Braintree, code for easy mobile payments. Maybe you're working on the next Uber, Airbnb, or GitHub. Then why not use the same simple payment solution that helped them become what they are today? Braintree makes mobile payments so fast, easy, and seamless, it's almost magical. Add it to your app with just a few lines of code, and you are instantly ready to accept Apple Pay, Android Pay, PayPal, Venmo, credit cards, even Bitcoin. And if some other way to pay comes along, Braintree will support that too. Braintree's fast payouts and continuous support mean you'll always be ready, whether you're earning your first dollar or your billionth. See fewer abandoned carts and more sales with Braintree's best-in-class mobile checkout experience. To check it out for yourself, visit braintreepayments.com slash rocket. Once again, that's braintreepayments.com slash rocket. Thank you so much to Braintree for your support of Rocket and Relay FM. Do you know now the secret one large feature that will make the iPhone 7 Pro the top-selling phone of 2016? 16. 16. I mean, I've talked about this before on the show, that I think that they're going to have to do something really, really big with the headphones. I think it's going to be a music-focused phone. They've got to have something to distract from just getting rid of the the headphone jack. jack. They have to have... Something going along with it. You know, we've talked about this before. Um, I'd say, oh I'm my God, what if it was a free U2 album? What if it was a free Taylor Swift album? It's a great idea. No, what if it was a free Taylor Swift album? That's great. I would be okay with that. Young Blood, I see how it is. No, um, I'm working on I'm More Peace right now that um, you know, my Beats headphones, my studio wireless died this week. And um, I went to the Apple store and I found out they were going to charge me more 
to repair them than I'd actually paid for them new in the first place. And this got me going down this rabbit hole of finding out all of Apple's policies towards Beats and like their new warranty facilities and like, you know, they're changing policies on this. And an interesting thing happened as I was like looking through the reporting on this, that Apple has completely revamped their their Beats warranty line, their policies towards it. They're getting their pricing in order. And you look at all those things together and it really kind of felt like there was something big coming up with Beats. Like they're clearly trying to unify it more under Apple's mm-hmm. warranty policies. So I don't know. Um, but I mean, is that going to be enough to get normal people if that were it? Because I don't think like keyboard cases for the 6 Plus, I don't think that's going to get normal people excited. Right. I don't think cameras are going to matter. I, I I just got to be straight, Christina. I can't imagine what it could possibly be. And it really makes me worried for this year. Yeah, yeah. same. I mean, I, I don't want to be worried, but, but I, you know, because I don't want everyone to count them out. But, but at the same time, I'm kind of with you. I feel like the headphone, losing the headphone jack, even though I've come to terms with it, I think a lot of people are going to have a problem. And there are a ton of iPhone 6 and 6 Plus owners who are going to be two years in and ready for a new phone. And you know, I don't know how it's going to work when you're told, well, you've got to, you know, you've got to get rid of the headphone jack. I think the the one saving grace they have is that, you know, people like, like you and I, Brie, we use third-party headphones. Um, I, I use wireless, but I have wired ones too, and I, I we, we get particular. I think most people just use the headphones that come with their phone. And so if so they – So they would have they, wireless headphones. So they have wireless headphones. Phone assuming they pack wireless ones in, which I think they should, but even if they just put lightning headphones in, I think those are the headphones that most people use. And so, you know, I think a lot of people might not be that bothered by it, but I do feel like the only way they can probably get people excited is if they have some sort of, like if, you know, they took like the, the power beats model and had some sort of update to that and included yeah. it in the box. Yeah. That might be enough of a value proposition that people get excited, but I don't know. It, it, it's going to be, I, I think it's going to be, I agree with you. It's going to be a tough sell. I think for, for people to, to give up the headphone jack, especially with the phone, which all the leaks confirm mm-hmm. is going to basically look the same. You know, I mean, in, in past years, you could almost get away with not having that huge of a tech upgrade if the phone looked different. Now the phone's going to look really similar. You're losing a headphone jack. It, I, I don't know. It's going to need something something special. Yeah. Have we seen any... Uh- like part leaks with the battery that we maybe they're hmm because inductive charging like all of that circuitry would take up you know i'm just thinking about from a marketing point of sure. view that if you added inductive charging for it you know you could have you know phil schiller staying on stage and saying and we just needed this room so you wouldn't have less battery power yeah and yeah i i don't know i mean i think that could be part of it the one thing i am hoping that they do and this would be this would at least lessen the the blow a little bit they need to have it it needs to be waterproof oh you know? yeah yeah, yeah. That would because be a waterproof huge. iphone would be huge especially for people who like to work out for people who get stuck in the rain you know anything um, that because that that's a huge problem, and, mm-hmm. and Samsung has proven that with the sells. Galaxy S7 and S7 Edge, a that it sells, but also b that you can now coat the inside of the ports. So you don't need to have the covers anymore. In the early days, like Sony and, and Samsung would release these waterproof phones, and they had to have these little flaps, you know, over the ports. You don't need that anymore, mm-hmm. and so so there's absolutely no reason in my mind that, that if the iPhone next iPhone comes out and it's not waterproof, I'm going to be really annoyed. Mm-hmm. I mean, hydrophobic coating. This is not a saying. new technology, not, oh, it hasn't right? Been new like for we've years. had it forever. And, we have, you know, but, but I'm saying it sounds cheap enough that they can do well, it at scale. And you've got the yeah. the process to you know get it in there so it doesn't just you know rub off very easily. Of course, I'm but, right but, but there with Samsung, you. 
but if Samsung can do it, there's no reason Apple. And yeah. I'm, I'm both of these these you. things that we're talking about, like more battery power. I like that because that, that's something that everyone needs. But both more battery totally. power and waterproof stuff, they're so useful and they're so utilitarian and they're so unsexy, just in every way. That's that's a great point. They're not sexy, but it might help. You know what I mean? If you need yeah. a new phone and you're like, hey, I'm gonna have better battery life. It'll it'll charge wirelessly and it's waterproof. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. And maybe I get some Beats headphones for free, too. I don't know. I, I I don't know. So this this is kind of a segue into maybe trivial things, but this model in the photos that leaked uh, has less antenna lines. Is that just yes. because it's a prototype, or are we really no. getting cool, less antenna lines? Uh, the, 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 the rumor that, that's been leaked so far is that they're moving where the antenna lines are. So right now, you know, they're on the back of the phone, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to be moving them to the sides. And, and so... Again, I mean, I think that, that that's something we've seen from some other phones, um, and I think that would make sense. You know, people complain about the antenna lines, about the, the aesthetic. I mean, I don't think really? there's anything to complain about. I don't I've think never, there's to complain about. Yeah, I, I've, I've read people wow. like, like I've read people who be like, oh, I don't like how they look. I don't think anybody cares. But you know that it probably bothers Johnny Ive to see those lines. <laughs> um, although, you know, it seems like the phone, it's still going to have the big bulge for the camera. But yeah, uh, moving, moving the antenna to the side, again, we've seen that with, with Samsung and some other companies, HTC, LG. Um, the, the, the thing I guess that they in the past were worried about was the antenna gate stuff that happened with the iPhone four, you know, they've been very clear to have the kind of the, the, the visible antenna lines at this point though, with the way LTE is so widespread, I feel like, you know, you don't have that grip issue that you used to have when you would put the antenna on the side. So you don't have that attenuation problem. It's just, it's better. I, th- I think we're past that. So, I mean, I think that aesthetically, at least it would look prettier, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Shall we move on? Let's Any do it. more brain-breaking revelations to drop on us? No? I have yeah. a brain-breaking revelation to drop on you. This week's episode of Rocket is brought to you by Text Expander, the simply Woo! indispensable product from Smile. Imagine, if you will, my friends, never typing the same email address, chunk of code, marketing copy, driving directions, or Apple OS name more than once. This could be your life if you use Text Expander. These things that you have to type over and over again, you store them as a snippet, you create a little shortcut which you can drop with just a couple of keystrokes. You will save time typing. You'll save time checking formatting on, say it's something that you type all the time, but it has really specific formatting, like a, a header or something for an article that perhaps you're writing, Christina Warren. And it's just really annoying to format all that crap. A snippet, yeah. a snippet for you, my friend. You put that snippet wherever you want it. Uh, you can create fill-in-the-blank snippets to customize common responses to things. So maybe it, it's an email template that you use often where you can easily change the recipient's name, the date, their phone number, anything that you need. You can make your life so much more efficient and snappy and fast with Text Expander from Smile. You know, one of my favorite parts of, of Text Expander um, with the snippets is Tell that it can, it can take both HTML and it can also teach rich text. So, for what? instance, I, I do a post on um, Mashable for uh, Mashable, the podcast I do for Mashable called Mash Talk. And at the bottom of the, the post, it's like access or show notes. I add in information that says, oh, you can take a, a subscriber survey and you can, you know, uh, download from iTunes. And it has a link in it. 
And so I've copied the rich text snippet to Text Expander, and I've given it a, a, a name. And then when I'm inside our CMS, I can paste it, and it pastes it with all the rich text in place so that the link is there. So I don't have to find that URL for that survey every time. Um, and, and it shows up WYSIWYG-wise, and it's perfect. So you can either have you know plain text, uh, HTML uh, code, or rich text, and, and it'll work. So that's yet oh. another way that, that, I, that I use Text Expander every single day. That sounds beautiful and glorious. Now, there's nothing worse than things that you have to link to all the time and you think, oh, it's fine. Maybe I'll, I'll remember it or whatever. But you have to go find the link every time and you have to copy paste it. And it's such a pain in the butt. <laughs> Just make a snippet. Just make a snippet, friends. Make a snippet. My motto so now. <laughs> Text Expander has apps for Mac, iPhone, iPad, and they have a Windows beta currently uh so you can have all of your snippets on all of your devices all of the time of your life subscriptions start at 40 dollars per year that includes all of the apps text expander sharing services and if you're already a registered text expander user you get a discount which is super cool smile is really good about keeping keeping people close rewarding them for staying close and using their efficient and wonderful products. So, in turn, please reward them by going to smilesoftware.com slash rocket. If you perchance would like Text Expander for a team of people, they have team subscriptions now available. Hmm. Team management snippets. Don't you want it? <laughs> no, in all seriousness, with that, you get detailed access control and consolidated billing, all of the things that you need to keep your team on the same page and f- all formatting things the same way, because that is another pain in the butt with formatting things among groups of people where you all need to be consistent. Snippets, my friend. Anyway, as I said before, smilesoftware.com slash rocket. Thank you so much to Text Expander and Smile for supporting this show and all of Relay FM. We love ya. We do. We do. We do. I have to say though, Simone, I felt with your ad read that week, I think you promised everyone at the start of the show that you would be French as f- and then you went into a British accent. You would you call so that is that what you would I, call that accent? Yeah. Yeah, but that yeah, was sort of British. Yeah. It certainly wasn't yeah. French as f- yeah, I, yeah, I, it I'm wasn't purchased. Oh, hold on while I write down these timestamps. <laughs> I mean, I, look, I had to get in on the party. You guys both said the F word, and so yeah, I felt left no, out. This is this is our F bomb episode. Like, we're, <laughs> felt left out. We're going to give our, our editor a fine, episode. fine person, Carpal that's Tunnel. A, that, that's our title, week. I think, actually. Yeah, it is. F-bomb I episode. just wrote it down. I'm going to be honest episode. with you guys. I can't do a fake French accent. I, well, I then try. just do a real French accent. No, but you have. I've heard you speak French, and it's beautiful, so speak French. No, speaking French is different from speaking English with a fake French accent, Christina Warren. <laughs> I'm not asking you to speak in a yeah, fake French accent. French. I've, I've heard yeah. you speak French to a French man. Speak French, and it, it, it sounded French. <laughs> I love this story. I heard you speak French to a French I man. <laughs> we it changed at a French my restaurant. life. What, we what French, French curse restaurants. words do you know? Uh, a lot of them, but I, I we'd have to bleep them all. <laughs> oh, come on. No, we wouldn't. Nobody who no, listens you to our podcast is yeah. fine. It's, it's like when you watch Spanish soap operas. You don't know what they're, they're saying. Well, okay. That's fair. Honestly, I'm forgetting them all right now except for merde, which is the S word. And they've all just like gone out of my head. Oh, va te faire. Go See, you see, you're so French. You're so French. Speak French to us. No. Say, say you're listening to Rocket on Relay no. FM in French. No, je pas. 
I've actually been practicing my French in Duolingo because my accent is atrocious and I've forgotten all my vocab. Um, so hopefully, maybe sometime in the future, I will just be able to yammer on in French while the rest of you speak English and have no idea what I'm saying. That would really be my ideal. It's just to alienate people just constantly by speaking a different language from them. That's the goal of the show. I know. To, to alienate? To yeah. Speaking of, what a great segue into our next topic. <laughs> A lot of things happened on Twitter this week. Isn't that every week, Simone? You might say to me, doesn't think don't things happen on Twitter all the darn time? No, my friend, this week Twitter has been a garbage fire. Uh, not just because of so many, no, so many things it's been happening. A cessation of garbage fire. Really, yeah, a, a whole cluster, if you will, of garbage fires. Um, and I'm not trying to make light of this because it was actually horrible. No, so terrible, what happened terrible. was um, Ghostbusters, as you know, was released last week, and. After that, uh, Leslie Jones, who is one of the stars of the movie, started getting floods, floods of racial harassment on Twitter, um, all kinds of other awful harassment, too, but very targeted towards her as a black woman. And she over the course of a day, she was retweeting it all to kind of shed some light on the garbage yeah. that she personally yeah. had been Can going through. Can we be through. more explicit, Simone? Because I feel like a lot of news outlets, as I've read the stories on this, it is someone who's also been targeted by this person. I feel like we've been really just breezing past this. I don't know that you I know, want to be explicit about the things that were uh, said about her. I mean, for this... For the sake of our was, listeners who may some, have faced was, similar harassment, I don't was, necessarily want to like yeah, bring up I specific examples. Um, however, I do believe that um, those tweets are still available in some articles and perhaps storified out there. So I can find a resource for that um, for the show it, notes. It is as bad as you can possibly it, no, imagine. No, it's worse. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's literally, it's terrible. It's some of the most racist and misogynistic and just cruel and, and hurtful things that I've seen yeah. on yeah. this platform. And and yeah. we've, I think we've all seen a lot of really bad stuff. This this goes above and beyond and is just so, it's just, it's just terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I will look up a resource for that. So after she had been retweeting that at, just to show people what it was that was being said to her, and the fact that nothing was being done about it, uh, yeah. and then eventually she said, "No, I, I quit. I'm going off Twitter." She was very upset. It was very sad, and after kind of th- this whole thing hit the Twitter sphere, there was a lot of out- outrage about it. I'm not using that word pejoratively. That a lot of people were justifiably upset and the eventual action that was taken because of this was one twitter has twitter is opening up the verification process so the blue check mark that some people have by their name they're kind of making that process more transparent and the other action that was taken was that Milo. I think that was unrelated. I yeah, think that I was that, 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 I, yeah, I'm a positive that was yeah, that was it happened the day before. It happened the day before. That yeah. was announced while she was tweeting that stuff. That had nothing yeah. to do with it. Okay. Yeah. I definitely got a different impression on that. Well, in that case, then the major the action... One, the, one act, the one action. The one action. That was taken was that Milo Yiannopoulos, um, who is has instigated many such Twitter storms against, um, against people. He's an alt-right... Pundit. Pundit. Correspondent um, for Breitbart. Um, he's Breitbart tech editor. done this multiple times, and he has finally been kicked off of Twitter permanently. He's been permanently banned, yeah. Yes. He's been Chuck Johnson. Um, yeah. No. So that's um, the action that was taken. 
I, I feel like we've also got to say, like, he orchestrated this in yes. his, and I've been mm-hmm. targeted by him this exact same way at least four or five times. And what he does is, you know, he has the worst humans on Twitter following him. Yeah, he and, had he had about 360,000 followers. And you know, it's it's 4chan and it's 8chan and it's so what he does is he basically puts up a really um aggressive tweet basically making fun of someone and you know basically it, it's signaling for people to go like harass this person yeah and i have to say like if you have a lot of twitter followers this is something i'm sure you've had to learn this too christina you have to use that platform yes. judiciously absolutely you have to really think about it you know i used to back when i had like 10 or twenty thousand. you know i would like take something that someone said and you put it out there. I've come to realize that's completely immoral to do yeah. that because you're just ruining someone's day. Totally. Um, you, you just open up your Twitter and it's just swarms of, of angry people. And the problem with Milo is he, you know, he brags about this. If mm-hmm. you listen to his presence, how he's yeah. a, he's an instigator. And, you know, he knows that he can send these people to just go make someone's Twitter a living hell for them. So, no, I mean, it, well, yeah. I think what he did and I think how they finally banned him with what the rationale, he did not actually himself send Leslie Jones these horrific messages. Mm-hmm. He wrote a really negative review of Ghostbusters. And look, as much as I might disagree with this review, he's fair. He's free to write whatever he wants to write on Breitbart. Sure. They can publish it. He's free to tweet a link to that. That's fine. And 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 that's not why he was banned. What he then did was that the people who'd read that review started targeting her and 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 she saw some of I guess something that he'd said about her um that that was rude but 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 was not at the level of the harassment that we're talking about and and she made some sort of response to him I think she's blocked and reported and and then at that point what he decided to do was create fake tweets that looked as if they were coming from her screenshots of fake tweets that were saying terribly racist and awful things those went viral and people who whether they plenty of people in his feed understood looking at the, the screenshots that they were fake, but plenty of people didn't. Leslie Jones is then bombarded with people saying, but you just said these things. And she sees her name attached to these terrible words. And she says, why is this happening? Why, 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 how is somebody tweeting this stuff that looks like it's under my name? I don't understand what's happening. Those tweets went viral. It became a whole story. And, and that became a subject that became a huge, like funnel of harassment towards her. So the fact that he created these fake tweets, that he let these messages go viral, that he, you know, helped even though he admitted that they were they were they were fake, that, that, that you know, anybody that a lot of his his blind fanboys see this stuff and would just say, oh, this is further proof that this person is terrible and is a hypocrite and that we can come after her for these reasons. And that just led the harassment to get worse and worse and worse. And so yeah. Twitter finally said well, now he's finally broken our policies of inciting a mob or, or harassing others, even though he himself didn't do the harassment. This is not a great analogy. I don't like Milo, but, but this, I, I hate to use this, but, but he's kind of like a Charles Manson in the situation where he didn't kill the people, but he set the mob on it. And, yeah. and, and, and that's why he was finally banned. My, mm-hmm. my, my, my big problem with this, I'd like to give you guys' take, taking aside, because I think that the, 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 the free speech argument that a lot of people are making is, is, is specious. Obviously, A, it's, it's a private network, and, and, and even though it, it functions as a public square, it's not 
you know, in Twitter used to say that they were the free speech wing of the free speech party. They've clearly, as a company, had to evolve past that. Getting past whether people should be able to say terrible things or, or incite others or not, putting that aside. What bothers me about this is that, as you said, Brianna, this is not the first time that Milo has done this. And this nope. is not mm-hmm. even the second or third time. This has been a pattern of behavior that he's had on Twitter for the last almost two years. And, and, you know, be, I remember him before Gamergate and he was kind of a, he would kind of troll tech companies and startups in London and, and kind of troll like the kind of what he saw as like the web 2.0 startup era. And, and, but he wasn't rude in this way. And then he got in bed with the Gamergate and the, the super all right people and it changed and the narrative changed, but this has become a, 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 a pattern with him where he will, as you said, send his mob of followers. He will write something. He will incite things on Twitter. He will say, oh, look at this tweet that this person said and, and look at this exchange I've had and send, you know, thousands of angry people to that person. Um, and when he's done that in the past, Twitter didn't care. They 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 took away his verification checkmark. And frankly, all that did was make him more popular because he went from, I think he had 100,000 followers to more than 300,000. Now, look, were some of those paid, you know, in fake followers? Probably. Who cares? It looks like on the surface, all he did was get more popular. At one point he made last month after the Orlando shootings, he made some very Islamophobic remarks and he was he was suspended briefly. And Matt Drudge, you know, wrote about it on Drudge Report and he was reinstated almost instantly. And so it made it look like. Twitter basically capitulated because they didn't want to deal with the mob. When when he lost his verification check mark, Jesui Milo tweet, trended on on Twitter. So so Twitter hasn't cared. They took away his verification check mark. They suspended him briefly for something else, but they haven't cared. They cared with Leslie Jones. And look, to be very clear, what he did to her and what happened to her is some of the worst stuff I've seen on Twitter and terrible. And no one should have to go through it. But. It is not the first time that he's done that to someone. You've been a target, Brianna. There have been plenty of other people who've been targets. And what bothers me about this is not the response, which I think should have obviously happened, but the fact that it took a famous person. It took Jack Dorsey finally getting alerted the fact that that mm-hmm. someone who stars in the number one movie in America is having this terrible experience on Twitter for him to finally be like, hey, DM me when you have a second. Okay, yeah. whatever, Jack. And, 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 and to finally like, you know, look at this issue and then they were able to kind of trace things back where is a lot of this hate coming from and see what he was doing and finally say okay well you know what now enough's enough Milo now 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 you're banned and we saw this with Chuck Johnson before where where Chuck Johnson outed the names of, of alleged rape victims and and he you know outed names of sources and and said terrible things to people and was was a horrendous troll and it wasn't until he and again the actions were justified. I'm not saying that they weren't, but it should have happened be- earlier, never should have gotten to this point when he went after DeRay McKesson from, from Black Lives Matter and said, I want to take out DeRay, you know, I'll pay people. That's mm. when he was finally taken off. Here's my point. Milo never should have been able to harass Leslie Jones. Uh, Chuck Johnson never should have been able to harass DeRay. These people should have been banned beforehand. And the fact that they weren't and the fact that it took these public figures to basically embarrass Twitter publicly, that's the only reason Twitter has taken action now. Mm-hmm. And, and they did because they didn't take actions in the prior cases. And I'll be honest, I'll say from my perspective, me as Christina Warren speaking only for myself, it's because I don't think they care. I think that they want engagement from users, but they care more about stickers than they do about harassment tools. I think you said that on Twitter, Brianna, and it's true. And they, as much effort as they say they care about trying to solve this problem, really when push comes to shove, the only time they make they take action is when it becomes a huge news story and they're embarrassed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I've talked before on the show, I think we all have, about how 
certain updates that Twitter, whenever Twitter has an update, people go, oh, but you haven't dealt with harassment yet. What are you doing? I've made the argument before that, you know, those resources that are going to updating, you know, a heart instead of a star, that doesn't mean that they're not also working on harassment. However, I think at this point, it is also fair to say, you know, why aren't the tools that verified users have to filter who can talk to us? Why aren't those tools just available to everyone? Right off the bat, uh, why yeah. why I'm making the verification process more transparent? That's fine, whatever. But those tools, why are those limited to us and not everyone else who may not who who may you know even have probably has a bigger audience than me and is speaking politically? Like a lot of Black activists on Twitter, yes. who will get crap who are not verified because of whatever. Whatever mysterious yeah. process you have to go through, which honestly I don't know because it, I it, I was not the one who like did that process for my own account, um, right? Well, and even if you are verified, it doesn't mean you don't get harassment. It exactly. means that they have Leslie a built-in Jones was mechanism. verified as well. She was verified exactly, and what what would it mean? You know, because I've I've been verified for a couple of years now, and. Look, the harassment that I've had on Twitter is is nothing in comparison to anybody else's, and I don't want to compare that. But I've certainly had people come after me, and I've had to go through the process. And I've seen that they have improved the blocking and reporting process. I had someone who, for months and months on end, would he would get angry about something and 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 come at me and and send you know create a couple of dozen accounts in one day and send tons of messages and and also tweet people that I talked to and I'd have to report a bunch of them. And I saw that the process, at least for me, had improved. And I just get a very small microcosm of that. Like mm-hmm. there are people like, like, like you, Brianna, so many people have received so much more. So I don't even want to complain, but I'm just saying that being verified isn't even a panacea because as you said, Leslie Jones was verified mm-hmm. um, and, 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 and had been, and, and their filtering algorithm clearly didn't work. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the quality filter that they said clearly didn't work. Um, but, but beyond that, I mean, you know, the verification thing doesn't scale. Everybody can't be verified. Verified is supposed to recognize that you are offering something significantly of value and you're a trusted source. As you said, why doesn't everybody get the, the, the quality filter? Why doesn't everybody have the same abilities to, to not see that stream in their feeds? Why have they chosen to not do that? And, and I have to say, I think it's because as much as they pay lip service for caring about that stuff, when push comes to shove and when they have their time and resources, they have, they wanted to focus on other things. Mm-hmm. See, this, this conversation always, it, it's always frustrating for me because, I, you know, I'm just going to say it. I have talked to Twitter a lot over the past two years. Um, you know, I know people that work there. Sometimes we have people that, you know, are stalking me on Twitter to a really scary degree. You know, I have people I can talk to. I can tell you there are people working on this issue that care very deeply and are working very hard. I can tell you a lot of things that they've done much better at. Let me give you an example. Um, And I told the AP Press this today when they called. So a few years ago, Twitter knew absolutely nothing about transgender people. Nothing. Had no policies on the book. Nothing. So you could out transgender people. You could dead name transgender people. You could you know, do this very kind of specific harassment that cisgender people just don't know anything about because of privilege. I've seen Twitter talk to people in the transgender community, learn about policies, update them, and change the results of reporting. And it's sometimes frustrating for me when I 
know how hard fought a victory that was, when I know how many people they've hired to improve that stuff, I I, I feel like it's not fair. But then on the other hand, um, I'm just going to be straight with you guys. Like, there's no way either of you put together times two or three or four, get as much as I do. Yeah, like, no, of course it's not. Just and not I, possible. I, I, we, we would never say, sure. we would never, it, it, I mean, if that's I reported not... probably 50 death threats uh, two weekends ago. Um, you know, it's, it's horrible. It ruins your day. And I would say there's so much that Twitter just doesn't do. Let me give you an example. There are people out there, like, I don't know what your stalkers are like, Christina, but mine are really scary people. They do nothing but watch me tweet all day. And then anyone I talk to, they will show up with four or five links. Like, here's the link to, you know, Kiwi Farms, where we're going to talk about Brianna Wu being the worst person on earth. And it's just lies. It is fiction. And Twitter won't do anything right. about it. No, and I mean, yeah. It's just congenital. And I just, at this point, like, do you know how powerless you feel when someone sends you a credible death threat and you're just like, F- it. why should I even bother reporting this to Twitter? They're just going to make a new account and nothing's going to happen. And it's just... It feels so hopeless, you know. No, I mean, look, I haven't received anything like that. I've I've had a couple of like like the you know like like rape threats and things, but it's been it's been quite some time since that happened. I've been very fortunate, and I I, I would never say that anything I've received is oh, anything not even a suffering close. Contest. Oh, I know. I mean, it's not. I'm yeah, just trying to say. Yeah, I'm just trying, I'm trying, right, trying to put my, yeah. my, my I'm trying to put my my privilege in place. But sure. What I am saying though is in 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 my perspective. What I am trying to say though is, is you're right. I know that they're improving. I know they're doing better. It's not good enough. The fact that, no. as you said, these things are still happening. And the thing is, we can recognize, maybe I'm being wrong when I say I don't feel like they care, but I don't feel like they do because they'll take attention. They'll talk to people. I think at a fundamental level, high level, they understand that it's a, that, that it's an issue. But when it comes to actually solving the problems, there's so many loose holes there. I mean, I had an instance, and this is just, this is a regular person. So this is not someone who's high profile like you, Brianna, or even to a lesser extent, like, like, like me, like this is, this is just a regular person who is a friend of mine who happened to be at like a, a conference and, and happened to be in, in a country and someone who followed her on Twitter, I guess, sent out a tweet saying w- with her information saying hunting seasons on and, and, and started giving people <sighs> updates to her location. And, we reported it to Twitter. So there, there are a group of us in a Twitter chat. We reported it to Twitter. The first couple of results, I had, I didn't, I didn't get on the reporting first. The first couple of results came back instantly and says we've we've looked at the behavior and this doesn't violate our terms. So we had to we had to refile, and I refiled multiple times and said, look, this is this is person is doing this stuff. And finally, they responded. But it took like I have a feeling it took me being a verified person frankly filing the report mm. the other three yeah. people who filed first didn't get any response but the fact is this was someone who's multiple tweets saying this person's location instructing his followers and granted he didn't have a lot but that doesn't matter saying follow this person around hunting season and we had another an, another another friend of mine um does some does some work that could be kind of considered classified and he took her private linkedin her government linkedin and published that information about her and put it on on Twitter. Now that that's a violation of a lot of things, and frankly, that could really get Twitter in, tr- in trouble for for having sort of potentially classified information out there. Um, and again, it was one of the circumstances where it took longer than it should have for us to get it taken down and get it banned and get the person you know suspended or or, or reprimanded or whatever. And and the fact that that you know that that process is still not good enough. The fact that you know 
it's 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 terrible to me when when you know known people people who are have big audiences when they can't get help that's awful obviously but where i really get concerned and where i see that i see a huge disconnect frankly between what they claim they're going to do and what they actually do is when we're talking about people who don't have huge audiences just yeah. regular people who are harassed and those are the people who frankly don't get the they don't get to talk to them like you do Brianna they yeah. don't have a verification symbol like like Simone and I do so they don't have those recourses and so what do they do they suffer and if they file reports as as some of my friends did and again i think that it was only me filing the report that probably helped tip it. This stuff doesn't get changed mm-hmm, and, yeah. and, and stuff doesn't get deleted. And that's a huge problem. And, and so it bothers me that even though Milo absolutely deserved to be banned for what happened, it bothers me that it took Leslie Jones having to be this public figure and them getting embarrassed for them to get off their butts and do it. What about yeah. all the other women? What about all the other people that had been harassed beforehand? Smaller people who didn't have platforms, mm-hmm. you know, to, 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 to say these things. And it doesn't matter. Because what about Sarah Nyberg? Like, right. yeah, Milo destroyed. You know, I don't. I've not. I've not commented on this much publicly. But Sarah Nyberg, you know, this is someone who did some really very, very questionable statements in an online chat room. Yeah, really sure. abhorrent stuff that made me twenty out of ten uncomfortable. But they're not a public figure. They're, right. they're just not like they are an activist is kind of well known in feminist circles, but you know, they don't have a super large audience and there's no interest in destroying, you know, Sarah Nyberg and, you know, Milo completely destroyed her life, completely destroyed it, you know, outed her as a transgender woman you know, just did some of the most horrible stuff possible. And this is exactly what you're talking about, Christina. I've seen the damage that Milo did to that woman on Twitter. I've talked to her. I know how much pain she is in from that. And Twitter did absolutely nothing. And it is just beyond unconscionable that this is a platform that is really wrecking the lives of people that I care about. You know, I mean, just talking about me, my husband comes home all the time and like, I will, you know, I'll be like reporting threats or this kind of stuff on Twitter. And he, he talks about how it just sees it affecting me. Like my face will go ashen. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. just, it's, it's so frustrating because you have to be on Twitter. You just have yeah. to. In 2016, I get writing assignments and connections. For what and you do. For, for, for what you do. For, for, for what absolutely. you do. Yes, you do. Here, 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 here's the thing. And this yeah. is why as a company, as a public company, they're struggling. A lot of regular yeah. people don't have to be on Twitter. No. Yep. You know what? They don't have to be. And more and more, Twitter becomes less irrelevant. You know, the, yeah. the, 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 the dessert topic that there's a weird segment we're not segmenting to it now, but the dessert topic that we're going to talk about didn't happen on Twitter. It happened on Snapchat. Yeah, Taylor Swift. When it, it, again, when those things happened, you know, a lot of people started leaving like like hateful messages and, and emojis on her Instagram account. Guess what? Instagram scrubbed it. Yeah, you know, they took care of it. Now you can say maybe they shouldn't have stepped in and whatnot, but they they, they took care of it because they took care of their own, including celebrities and other people. And when that sort of stuff happens, other social networks tend to step up. Twitter doesn't. You have yeah. to be on Facebook. You don't necessarily have to be on Twitter. And mm-hmm. I think that the Twitter. You know, they need celebrities. They need people, uh, public figures. They need them to engage. And the more that happens where people don't want to go on the platform, that's bad for them. That's really bad for them. And yeah. and the fact that they, to me, 
I'm not a target. I'm very fortunate that I'm not. But it makes me uncomfortable when I see people that are. And it makes me question how much of my life I've dedicated and and, and my professional career I've dedicated to a platform when I see that really, as you said, with Sarah Nyberg, they don't step up when they should. And maybe they do understand. Maybe things are getting better. And maybe I know there are people there who care. I know mm-hmm. there are. But at a fundamental level, they're not getting anything done. And mm-hmm. all this proved to me, this whole incident was when – a famous person steps up and, and, and embarrasses Twitter, they'll take action. But what about the rest of us? Yeah. yeah. I think to circle yeah. back to what Brianna was saying, I totally believe that there are people working on this at Twitter who care, but they're pro- they're not, and they're, they might have good ideas. They might be working on it very hard, but they're not the people who are choosing which updates to ship. They're not the people who, you know, dictate how the platform changes. And maybe it's at that level that, people need to start realizing, you know, that the platform has some huge, horrible problems. But of course, those are the, I mean, if Twitter's bottom line is keeping the most people that they can on it, and what they want is to, you know, keep all these people around who are doing garbage things and harassing people, then they're not going to choose to ship updates that might limit how you can communicate with people, how you, how many, totally. if you can retweet strangers, things like that. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's, that's the conspiracy theorist. I don't quite ascribe to that. I believe Dick, Dick Costolo, who's the, who was their former CEO, who said that their harassment policy had cost them users. And I, I do think so. I think that when you have stories like this, fundamentally, this hurts them because, mm-hmm. What it basically says is to people who aren't on Twitter, when you read about the Leslie Jones story in the news and you see it on CNN, what it says is, well, that's a network I'm never going to go to. Yeah. Why yeah. would I ever sign up for an account yeah. there? That only yeah. hurts them. Um, but, but I think that, you know, it also hurts them in the sense that, you know, they, they have this Engage app that is basically designed for celebrities. Anybody can use it, but it's really designed for celebrities. And it does a decent job filtering and kind of showing you the highlight, you know, most engaging things you can see. And it does a much better job with harassment stuff than the built-in Twitter client. But all that app really does is kind of lets you broadcast. Mm-hmm. It gets rid of the one-to-one communication. And that's what really makes Twitter special. And look, I don't know how Twitter can combat, you know, the people who say hateful stuff and, and blocking and algorithms and whatnot. I don't have the solution. Frankly, that's not my job to have the solution. But they have, you know, they're still valued as a multi-billion dollar company, even though they're struggling. They have really good engineers. They have really smart people. Steven Sanofsky, who used to run Windows, he wrote a really good um, a medium post um, this week about how you can um, have moderated free speech and kind of using some of some of his experiences at Microsoft, you know, to, to kind of explain, you know, his approach or and some of his ideas. There are a lot of people who have really good ideas of what to do, and I just wish that Twitter would at least look like they're implementing some of those things and not saying for the millionth time, we really care about this and we're committed to ending harassment and we're going to make our tools better. Okay, well then show us some sh- show show us. Yeah. Stop, stop, stop talking about it and actually show us some results. They are never in, I want to move on because this topic yeah. is so draining emotionally, but I, I, I will say this. Um, Twitter will never improve until they work with some of these outside groups that want to create, they want to get in Twitter's data and create objective measurements about outcome and keep them accountable. You know, you it's 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 this way with any system. I mean, Christina, you're a reporter. Simone, you are. Um, you know, for police um, fatalities, for you know, road fatalities, mm-hmm. for for any kind of outcome where there's a public interest, if you don't keep tallies that the public can see. It just never gets better. I mean, think about the their military sexual harassment scandals when you know the actual numbers become public. 
that's when butts start getting fired. And, you know, so, you know, I know people out there that are good data scientists. They're saying to Twitter, hey, look, we want to make this better. Mm -hmm. Fund us. Talk to us. Let's do these studies. Let's find this out. And I just think they're going to have to work with outside groups like that. And I think it's going to take a little bit of you know, humble pie. And I think the stakes are if they don't, Twitter will die. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. instant something comes along this better at asynchronous communication with strangers to let you get a message out there, I sure will go to it. I imagine you will too, Christina. So they've they've got to get their act together. Mm -hmm. Moving on to the other thing (laughs) that everyone in the entire world cares about. Christina, I want to hand this one over to you because you ought to be honest, this is all you. All this you baby. Lighten it all up a bit. My, 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 my queen, my, my, my hero, Taylor Swift, is a flawed person, and she has, uh, she has made mistakes. She has faltered. She has faltered. She's not perfect. <laughs> um, so uh, there's a, a side. So if you guys recall back when, uh, right before the Grammys this year, uh, Kanye West uh, released his album, uh, The Life of Pablo, and one of those songs had uh, is, is, is called Famous. It features Rihanna. And uh, it has a lyric that says, uh, I feel like me and Taylor might uh, still have sex. I made that famous. And uh, Taylor Swift immediately, once the song was released, her fans actually first, not her, uh, reacted very negatively. And were like, how dare you, you know, imply that A, you you could have sex and B, how dare you, you know, call her a and and say you made her famous. And Taylor Swift then responded and and said that, that, you know, she didn't agree with it and felt it was misogynistic and blah, 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 blah. And Kanye came out and was like, hey, I checked with her first and got permission to say this line. And she even came up with it. And the way that he said it, this is when he was doing lots of crazy stuff on Twitter. And so we all were kind of like, well, you're being Kanye, so we're not going to believe you. And she released a statement. She was like, actually, we had a phone call and he asked to release the song on Twitter. And Taylor Taylor, Taylor said, no, you can't release the song on Twitter. But cautioned him against releasing a song with such a misogynistic message. Blah, 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 blah. Then she makes a statement at the Grammys when she wins album of the year to say, you know, as the first woman to win a Grammy, you know, I want to just say to all the little girls out there, to win Grammy of the year twice, I want to just say, you know, to all the, all the little girls out there, there will be, you know, people out there who try to take, you know, credit for your fame and, 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 and your success and blah, 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 blah. Very clearly a shot at Kanye West, who had obviously said, I made that famous. And um, the whole thing died down. I think most people kind of accepted that she she'd said there there was a phone call and, and that he'd you know asked permission to, to release the song on Twitter, but 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 it died down until a GQ article, uh, great great profile from uh, from Katie Weaver came out last month where Kim Kardashian was like, oh you know we have it on videotape where Taylor totally approved the lyrics on the song and she thought it was funny and said I'll be on the red carpet of the Grammys and and be like oh I was in on it the whole time, and again we all kind of side eyed it and went. That's a that's a really you know big thing to say. Are you sure that that's the case? And, and Taylor Swift released a, a, a statement saying, uh, you know, she's sure that that that, that she hel- she holds nothing against Miss Kardashian. Uh, she's sure she's only heard what her husband has said. But Taylor's always said that she only had one phone call with with, with Kanye about the lyric and never heard the line. You know, I made that famous. Blah 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 blah. Cut to last Sunday. On Keeping Up with the Kardashians, the whole story comes out <laughs> and it becomes the entire subject of the show. 
and Chris, Chris, Chris Jenner is like, actually, I think you should call Taylor and make amends. And, and Kim's like, no, I, I appreciate your advice, but no, I'm not going to do it. And so instead, what happens is you see Chloe on screen be like, I saw the video. Taylor lied. I saw her approve the lyric. And we're all like, show us the damn videotape. Show us the receipts. But of course, they don't show it on TV because previously in the GQ article, it had been implied that Taylor threatened to sue them if they ever released the video. So what does Kim Kardashian do? Queen of new media. Kim Kardashian decides to take out her Snapchat account, which no one had followed before then. I mean, we did, but like we all, let's be real. We follow Kylie. Kylie is the Kardashian on Snapchat. <laughs> uh, you, you, you follow Kim on, on an Instagram, sure. Um, uh, or Courtney, really. Courtney's better on, not Courtney, but, but Chloe. You follow Chloe on Instagram. You follow Kim on Twitter. You follow Kylie on, on, on Snapchat. And you just love Courtney, even though she's basic as hell. And, and anyway, <laughs> you, you, so, 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 but Kim takes out her Snapchat. And she shows it's very edited clearly, and and you don't see the whole context. I'm sure that that Taylor's people can parse this, but we see the receipts, and the receipts are, ladies and gentlemen, that yeah, Kanye West did ask Taylor did did read yeah. um uh the first line of the song. Uh, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex um to Taylor Swift, and she laughed about it, and she said, "Oh yeah, that's funny, and yeah, I'll totally tell people on the Grammys that I that I thought this was great." She said it was a compliment. 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 And so she even said, like, she made a comment. She was like, you know, I feel so over. I'm this close to overexposure. I think that was in response to him asking if he could release it on Twitter. And I think that was her nice way of being like, I don't release anything on Twitter for free. Um, (laughs) And and, and so, honestly. But, like, what this came down to is that it it looks like Taylor. So the receipts come out. It looks Taylor clearly knew at least about some of the song and the context of the song and approved it. She then releases a message on Instagram where she's like, calls it character assassination, says, I never heard the line. I made that famous. And you can't, resp- I, you know, you can't understand how I felt when I was called a can't control my emotional reaction and blah, 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 blah. And why are they keeping part of this narrative that, frankly, I haven't wanted to be part of since 2009? Come on, Taylor, you wrote a song called Innocent on Speak Now about the 2009 VMAs. You've certainly been part of this narrative. I love you, but you've been part of this narrative. And you've like... <laughs> Kept it, kept it going in the spotlight. I love you more than anything, Taylor Swift, but come on now. Let's cut the bull. Um, anyway, the whole thing basically just means that everybody is doing RIP Taylor Swift. Basically what happens is that it, it, whether she knew about the line, I made that bitch famous or not, I don't believe he said that to her, but I think she knew the context of the song enough. Uh, a lot of what she said early on has been proven to be false. And, uh, and Kim Kardashian no. um, should win a Pulitzer for investigative reporting because um, – <laughs> Because Taylor Swift, my queen, who I love more than anything, can never leave Australia, basically. She's like She's been completely it. savaged. It is it is brutal. It it was nasty and it, it was beautifully done by Mrs. It was beautifully Mrs. Kardashian. done. I, and I hope I hope I hope that explanation wasn't too long and convoluted, but there was a lot there. It was but beautiful. No, I, I kind of accurate. want to yeah. upload screenshots of our text message message conversation. To the please show do, notes. Please do. Because I immediately please, please I have them in front of me. 120 AM explain the Kim Taylor beef to me immediately. Because I, I saw it was happening. I saw people were like talking about Kim fighting with someone. And I was like, oh man, oh man. And then it came out it was Taylor. And I was like, oh man, who am I gonna go to? Who am I gonna go to? I need the explanation now. I need it fast. Christina Warren is the person that I went to. And and, and I gave it to you. I was pretty good actually. I'm looking back at it now. I was I was pretty I was much more concise in my in my comments to you than I was on the show. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you guys, yeah, no, this it, looks it, real bad for it her. was so, and we, we didn't even talk Twitter about the, the note, it just Twitter exploded, exploded. Twitter did oh explode. So in the note that Taylor wrote in the notes app, there's some increasing drama about yeah, that. This is, oh, about, oh, this is great. This, this is, is great. This is great. This is great. I mean, first of all, 
the search bar was 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 visible. And that means that, that she clearly had this queued up. So she didn't open notes and pull up the note. She searched for note that I wrote, blah, blah, blah. So it was not written, you know, on a whim. It was pre-written. It was pre-written. She knew that something was probably going to come out. And then in notes, it showed that this was also her second draft because early there, there was the sign, there, 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 there was the sentence like, it does not exist saying, you know, you, where's the video of him saying, you know, I told her about the line, you know, um, I made that famous. It does not exist. Cause that's her now. This is now the, her, her team's contention. She's moved away from the fact that she used to say, Oh, I cautioned him against misogynistic lyrics. We've moved away from, from that. And we're now, I, 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 we've moved away from the fact that they sort of denied the phone call or at least didn't admit the phone call until they were forced to. And now the whole issue is that it's like calling her a and saying, oh, well, well that, that, that was the line. That, that was where the line was crossed. Let's also be very honest. That's not where the line was crossed. No, she's mad, no. he said. He's, she's mad, he said, I made you famous. And she, on the call, which was so brilliant, the most passive-aggressive, most tailored move ever, she was like, you know, you didn't know that when, you, when, when that event happened, I'd already sold 7 million copies of that album, which is what happened. But, but you didn't know that. You didn't know me. I love that passive-aggressive dig to be like, oh, I sold 7 million copies of that album when that happened, which was basically her way of being like, yeah, I was already pretty well known. And she was. Let's yeah. also be very clear. She became much better known because of that incident. Uh, but 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 that's what she takes issue with, I think. I think she doesn't take issue with him calling her a pejoratively because it's not even an insult. But the fact that that um, he said, I made you famous. That's what she's angry about. Um, but but the notes, like you said, Simone, um, if, if, if you're in the notes app, if you scroll down and you still have text, you can see it a little bit, uh, some, some of that text a little bit at the top because it's sort of translucent. So the fact that you saw the lines, it doesn't exist, shows that this was like draft number two, at least. Like she'd rewritten the paragraph before mm-hmm. they got the screenshot. And then she scrolled down, took the screenshot, but did notice that the text above was still partially which showing. Which is just sloppy. Which, which is just still sloppy. sloppy because work, like Taylor honestly, Kim Kardashian would so, never do that. As she would, she would, she would definitely do that. But the thing is, is that Kim Kardashian hasn't. She would definitely do it. But here's here's the difference, and this is why this is so bad for Taylor. Kim Kardashian's um, image is not built on being perfect. It is not built right. on being quote unquote right. authentic, and is not built on being like the every woman who's put upon. Taylor Swift's thing is that I'm the relatable, perfect, cheery, like does no wrong. I'm Sandra D. Right? That's her whole thing, now, which I is pers- not sustainable. It's not sustainable, and it's right. not real. I personally always loved her because I believe that she's calculated at AF and, yeah. and 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 has been very controlling of her image, which I've loved, and has been very smart about. I'm going to craft myself in this way. Now, whether it, she has some of those features, I'm sure she does. But but I haven't even cared if she is the thing that she presents herself as. Mm-hmm. I've always been more enamored by the fact that she like presents herself that way at all. And the calculation and and the the effort that goes into the entire like rumination. I, I love 100% that. Hundred percent agree. It, to it, me personally, I don't care about her authenticity. It's inspiring to see her that connected. I just, I, I sense we're going to disagree this week because I'm entirely Team Taylor on oh, I this. I am and too. I just, I'm just saying it looks bad for her. I'm just saying that it, I love her so much, but it looks terrible. It, it was definitely a PR loss for her. You know? Yes, that's my point. I just, I, I guess I feel like if you listen to the call, like yeah. we've all sat there with people that are politically important and they're saying stuff that you just, your mind is screaming like, no, 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 no. And you're trying to be as nice as possible and downplay the situation. Maybe I'm reading my own experiences into it, but I couldn't help but like, you know, it's just 
the fuzz of memory is like oh, you're totally. doing all this different stuff. I mean, I have people that come up to me all the time. They're like, hey, I talked to you, blah, blah, blah. And I truly have no memory of it whatsoever. If you're Taylor Swift, having that phone call with Kanye West, is that really something that like is indelibly um, in your memory? I we don't actually know. talked about I that, didn't know. we, Christina? We did. We did. And I think that I think that that she might have not remembered the whole thing, but then you shouldn't go on the record when she did go on the record to, to be as clear as she was. Um, Mistakes were breaking made, definitely. news. Yeah. Sorry. Miranda Kerr engaged and to Evan Snapchat Spie- CEO yes. Evan Spiegel. He proposed on Snapchat. Yeah. He were they released the engagement on Snapchat. Great. Congratulations yep. to them, I guess. Great. Great. Um, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Moving back to the topic yeah. at hand. No, how no, but, Snapchat but, 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 is becoming the number one social media platform in our world. <laughs> it, it, well, clearly. Um, uh, although I'm, I'm mad at Evan Spiegel. He called a friend of mine old and now <gasps> he's engaged to someone who's her, who's his age and my age. So, oh my God. So, so he, he, he said to a friend of mine who used to be in journalism and now is in PR, he was like, why are you here? You're old. And now he's literally engaged oh to someone the same God. age. So, I mean, honestly, I'm glad he's not marrying wow. down, but also that's gross and mean that's terrible I, I agree it's gross and mean and so he's dead to me forever but anyway yeah, um, back to taylor yeah here, here's 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 Go my ahead. take sure i feel like she probably didn't remember the whole context of the conversation and i also feel like she probably changed her mind and i think yeah. that's fair but this is what she should have said they shouldn't have released the self-righteous statement right before the grammys the grammy speech was fine i was completely okay with that she shouldn't have released the self-righteous statement that says and taylor cautioned him against releasing such a misogynistic a song with such a misogynistic message never should have said that don't even no. get into that 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 was mistake number 1 number 2 what you had to say all she had to say was you know i'd heard part of the song i didn't hear the whole thing in context i'd heard some one a lyric i hadn't heard the song when i heard it in in, in context the whole thing it made me uncomfortable and i changed my mind you're allowed to change your mind. She could have said that. It made me uncomfortable. I don't agree with the message. They would have had a flap. There would have been some disagreement. It would have gone away. She could have still said her message to the Grammys. But instead, because if if Kim and, and Kanye hadn't pointed out that the phone call took place, her team never would have admitted that there was even a phone call. Right. Because, you know what I mean? Like, the, they, they were just trying to kind of pretend like it never happened. And that's fine. I'm it's it's her probably in her PR best interest to do that. But once that stuff became clear, if you don't remember everything that was said, also I kind of I kind of have question about that. I think she must have known it was sort of bad since they sent a cease and desist to Kanye saying you can't do anything with the video. If you use the video, I'm going to sue you. Um, TMZ got a copy of that, so like they knew that that clearly some of what was said would, would make her look bad. I'm very team Taylor. Like I said, I don't think she knew the full context. I don't think you re- the song wasn't done. I don't think she knew the whole context. I think she was set up a little bit and, and, and they certainly edited it to make her look as badly as possible. But bottom line, like PR wise, she, it, this looks terrible. Oh, it looks, it, it looks really bad, but you know, I got into it with some people on, on, on Twitter for defending Taylor because if you if you read the hashtag, you know, um, Kim R.I.P. Taylor Party or yeah. whatever it was, it was yeah. a lot of people, you know, especially, you know, young women like in their, mm-hmm. you know, teens and early 20s, just really delighted by this. Uh, and yeah, a, a message, uh, you know, a lesson I've learned now is, you know, like, Simone, you may be too young to remember this. And Christina, like, you may just remember it. But... Like Madonna in the the late eighties and early nineties, do you remember like when she like put the book Sex out there the sex and the book, public? I that, yeah. The public was just, oh my god, they were oh, beyond they were out to get her. So 
you know, that happened to Madonna, this same kind of fervor of the public mm-hmm. loving, tearing her down. I remember when Jerry Halwell left the Spice Girls. I remember when Britney Spears, like, lost her mind from all the tabloid stuff uh, that happened well, that with her. that was terrible, yeah. And, that was a different after going to rehab. <sighs> and, you know, I remember Kevin Federline. And there's this cycle that I've seen over and over and over in my lifetime now where we build women up mm-hmm. as like these sex symbols and these idols. I mean, I was barely, I, I, I barely remember it because I was so young. I can kind of remember this happening to Tiffany and Debbie Gibson and like building them up and then the public just glorying oh, totally. and tearing them to pieces in the most savage ways. And I it's have awful. to say, like as a woman in my 30s, I reject that, beyond reject it. I have talked to so many engineers that just have disdain for Kim Kardashian, and it's just sexism. I I love Kim Kardashian. I love that she has made money off of who she is, and you know what? She gets paid. And I love Taylor Swift. And I just hate this. I hate this terrible system where you're supposed to root for one of these two women. They're tearing each other apart as it's entertainment. It just, I, I hate Here's it. Here is my completely indefensible position. Take <laughs> it. I'm using the word to mean I yes. cannot defend myself. Okay. No, take I, it. I totally, like, it totally bothers me that there are so many people out there who are so eager to, even before this, just tear Taylor down for any one little thing. Same for Kim Kardashian. She has her own squad of haters that will absolutely decry her for even breathing because of who she is and how she's made her money, which you go, girl. You are using your you it, brains baby. and you're brilliant. Um, I love your game is amazing. Them. This for me, this is like football season. This is totally. watching the two best teams <laughs> go up against each other and try to take each other down. And I am enjoying every second of it. I'm here. I'm here with you. I'm, I'm, I'm so here for person. the drama. <laughs> same, same. I mean, I love Taylor, but I was so here for the drama. Um, and also, I mean, honestly, I think it's hard to feel bad for any. I mean, look, you don't want anybody to be harassed. And obviously things are, are, are said it, it, and it's all we just spent some time talking about harassment. But I think in this case, like literally you're talking about people who have like hundreds of billions of dollars they're doing fine like taylor is having a really bad pr week you know mm-hmm. but doesn't make she's them less Melania human Trump. i don't want anyone to be hurt but honestly this is the juiciest <laughs> drama that has oh, ever come my way and i am reveling in it oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i endorse no taking sides against women in any kind of feud of any kind women should be allowed to fight with each other without one of them being completely villainized and torn down but oh my god this beef is so good it's it's good but you know i didn't ask you all to cover this last week but jennifer aniston wrote oh she slayed she slayed humanizing piece about what it's like to have her personal life as the same thing entertainment i'm sorry for for the public for decades and like they treat her as this womb on legs and you know she has millions of dollars she's done very well and it's really clear that this has hurt her deeply you know, so you're, you're not wrong. You I mean, look, not wrong. we're being terrible people. You're being we're being terrible people <laughs> by enjoying the drama. But at the same time, if I'm being totally just honest with all the legit terrible stuff that's been happening in the world, having this sort of surface level of celebrity beef is like it's distracting in a way that's. It, I totally you know, get it. I'm not yeah. going to try to defend myself. But I'm not, not going to no try. guilt. 
I don't either. I don't either. And look, I love Taylor Swift and I'm team Taylor. Like I, I, but, but at the same time, like I had to get credit to the Kardashians for coming with receipts. Cause the <laughs> thing is, is if you're going to make those statements, like back it up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Taylor's so good at media and is so good at everything else. It's been, it's interesting for me to see her get played. Honestly, does it surprise you? Yeah. Yeah. It does. Uh, to me, this, this shows that they were getting sloppy and maybe like resting on their laurels a little bit because she was seemed she never should have made the initial statement about, you know, cautioned him against the misogynistic statement. If she simply just said, I don't like the song or whatever, like, yeah, and I heard the final it, version. It, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. The whole thing would have been died down by now. But it was it was the repeated kind of back and forth. Well, Anyway, there we go. We've reached our impasse for this week. <laughs> what are we up to for the next of the week? Uh, the next of the week. Wow. The rest, I, hopefully, I mean, next week, who knows what will happen? Honestly, so exactly. many things happen this week. Unfortunately, not in the tech journalism sphere, yeah. but it's in every slow. other sphere, things were going down literally every hour of the day. Um, so what are we doing for the rest guys, of the week? Christina, guys, Brianna. I'm about to have my own Kim Kardashian moment with Milo. <gasps> I am because he has melted down in my DMs and I've got so much stuff that I've never <laughs> talked about in public before. Amazing. And I have former employees of his have contacted me to tell me horror stories about how he acts behind the scenes and I've documented it, and I've taken notes, and I've just been sitting on this story and sitting on this story and sitting on this story. You're ready. I got, I got an editor to say yes to it today. Oh, you've so, got to get on Snapchat to release that. Hang, hang on. <laughs> can, can you tell us where we'll be able to see it? Uh, I don't want to okay. give that away. It is, a, gotcha. it, is, it is one. It is not an unknown site. I, will I am say literally that. so excited for this. I am too. Yes. I, am I will too. be yes. eating popcorn still. And that's that's what I hear. So. As I am right now. Do you hear me eating popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 not now. That was earlier. That was earlier. It was. It's true. Christina, what are you up to this week? Um, so I'm going to be writing a big rant about 3D printers that you kind of all heard a preview of Yay. Uh, earlier. So that that's going to become an actual uh, article, and uh, and 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 just continuing to do you know work at, at at my day job, which includes a lot of Facebook lives and things like that. So very cool. And 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 I'll I might I don't think Mashable wants to publish it, but I might be writing my own like open letter to Taylor Swift. This is how you like win us over again. Are you going like, to read it live on Snapchat? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Put it on your Tumblr. Uh, so I am finally out of Pokemon hell. <laughs> I made so many Pokemon videos last week and this week, and I'm finally free. Um, so I'm waiting for the next huge thing to happen, working on some other stuff that'll come out this weekend. So, yeah. Where can we find y'all online, Brianna? <laughs> Twitter, for the meantime. Whoa, uh, what? What's that? <laughs> yes, uh, until something better comes out uh, at the username SpaceCatGal. What about you, Christina? Uh, you can find me, uh, obviously, on, on the Twitters, the Snapchats, and the Instagrams at film underscore girl. And you can find my work at Mashable. Nice. You can find me on Twitter at Doom Quasar. You can find my work at poly- YouTube.com slash Polygon and Polygon.com. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Rocket. We love our listeners. And we love them more when they leave us reviews. Um, no, we love you all equally. But... The ones who leave reviews, no, you know what happens. You know what happens yeah. when you leave a yeah. review. You know the good thing that happens to only the people who leave reviews. It's not that we love you more. It's just that a really good thing happens that you know only people who leave reviews know about. So, you know, leave a review on iTunes for the good thing to happen. 
And we'll be back with you next week. This episode is terminated. 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 Terminated.